the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live from the KKHT studios. God has given us a wonderful day. We had a little rain, and now it's clearing up, and I hope everyone is being careful out there in your cars. We've got a wonderful show for you today. You know, the way we start uh, the show program every time with Marcia talking about one of my favorite scriptures, how God wants us to call us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. And I've got a wonderful friend uh with me, uh, who's been involved in, in Break Every Chain and in New Covenant Church, uh, Greater Heights, and uh, just, just a wonderful man who's walked uh, walked some difficult roads, but is, is, uh, God called him back, and he's, he's living for the Lord now. Uh, say hello to everybody, Joel. Hello, everybody. Introduce yourself. My name is Joel Williams. I'm from the Alabama Crescenta Indian Reservation, Livingston, Texas. So shout out to my people over there. Yeah, shout out to Joel comes down every every Sunday, or most Sundays anyway, uh, to our church services at New Covenant Church Greater Heights. Um, what attracted you to New Covenant Church Greater Heights? I was looking for a Sunday night service, and uh, I saw a couple of churches, and I read their uh, information, and but none of them caught my eye. And then I clicked on yours, and then I saw the word Holy Spirit, and that's all it took. Well, I'm so so glad the Spirit led you to us. Uh, you know, we're a Bible based, we're a church plant. You know, and it's really an opportunity to get in on the on the ground floor of a, a family. Uh, Joel and I have become brothers. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the last couple of months, and we've got a relatively small congregation. We've got a beautiful sanctuary that we worship in. Uh, we lease space from another church in the Heights. We meet Sunday nights at Sunday nights in the Heights. We meet at six p.m. We'd really like to invite you out this Easter. I think like Joel, Joel belongs to another church. You go to yeah. a ch- church up in Livingston. Yeah, Faith and, World International Outreach Center. Yeah, which, which you love your church, and yeah. we're not trying to take you away from your church, but you want to spend more time with the Lord every yep. Sunday. Every Sunday. And yeah. so you were looking for a Sunday night service. That's why we decided to start this way. 
uh, for people. For example, for this Easter, maybe you're new to town. You don't have a church yet. We'd love to meet you. Maybe uh, it's Easter. You want to spend more time in the house of the Lord. So you go to church in the morning and then and then you go to church uh, with us in the evening. We, we have a good time, don't we, Joel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we really get into our praise the and worship. The worship is awesome. Yeah, we've got a beautiful worship team and we, we really, I mean, you know, we were made, you know this, Joel. Ooh, yeah. you, we, you, we've talked about this many times. We were made to worship the Lord. When we worship him, it actually does wonderful things to our body. It changes our brains physically. It changes it, the atmosphere also. Yeah, it does. And, and it just, it's kind of hard to be sad and depressed if you're raising your hands and <laughs> And, yeah. and praising God for everything good that he's done. So, you know, and or, or maybe you miss church one Sunday, you know, for whatever reason. Sometimes we oversleep or whatever, uh, have other obligations, and you, and you want to. So we'd like to invite you out. It's at 240 West 18th Street. We'll be s- celebrating the resurrected living God this Sunday, uh, Jesus Christ. You know, um, the resurrection, you know, Buddha, Confucius, they're in the grave. <laughs> Jesus Christ is alive. He is risen. And so we're going to be excited this Sunday. And we'd love to, again, it's Sunday nights in the Heights, 6 p.m., 240 West 18th Street. We'd love to have you join us. And then Joel and I are going over, as soon as we get off this radio show, uh, this is the kind of thing our church is involved in. We're going to talk about several things. Our, the prison ministry we're working yeah. with, we're going to talk about that with Joel in a minute, yeah. Uh, but we're also involved in, in, in recovery. That's Recovery yeah. Radio Houston. And yes. so we're going over to the Open Door Mission, uh, where we're going to have an opportunity to minister to 60 guys who are in the mission because they want to change their lives. And, you know, Jesus is the great deliverer, and whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So we've taken our Break Every Chain ministry into the Open Door Mission on Wednesday nights, which is just a tremendous opportunity. Uh, God has opened that door for us, and, and uh, we're really excited about that. So if you want to get involved in in a church and a community, uh, a fellowship that believes in not just hearing the Word, but in doing the Word and actually doing things uh, out in the community, then then we may be the place for you. Uh, we call ourselves, or we are, a Bible-based, non-denominational, spirit-filled church. Yes. And then we also talk about how we're a recovery church, because people are out there recovering from all kinds of things, not just drugs and alcohol, but mm-hmm. divorce. Uh, you know, uh, uh, all kinds of things, medical issues, uh, anger, jealousy, you know, all kinds of things. The Bible, in fact, is a book about recovery. It tells us it's an open book. We've got an open book test, uh, how to live our lives. And, and, you know, so we, we, you know, we're just, we need mature Christians. We've got people that have been living for the Lord, walking with the Lord for 50, 60 years. And then we've got people that are new in recovery that are coming. So it's a wonderful mix of people. We'd love to invite you out. Okay, Joel, Yep. tell us a little bit about you. You live where now? I live in Livingston, Texas, which is about 85 miles northeast of Houston. And, you know, has been attracted to our ministry enough to, to come down and join us. And it's been a really a blessing having you, Joel. Yes, it's been so, awesome. So, uh, and you're part of what tribe? It's the Alabama Gashada. Indian and I can't, I can't wait. Joel's invited me up to come see the reservation, <laughs> and I, I can't wait to go do that because I, I really I love this man. We've we've gotten to be uh, very good friends, and and um, as I, we are with everybody in our congregation. If you come to our church, you know you're going to feel loved, encouraged. Uh, my wife's going to give you a great big hug, and yeah. and and she's got a, such a sweet spirit about her, and everybody in the congregation does. All right, Joel, you grew up. Um, your dad, what what did your dad do? He was a minister under Assembly of God. Okay. Uh, so you grew up in the church. Yes. Uh, but like we see in, in, in the Bible, in, in Luke chapter 15, 
you were the literally the prodigal son. Oh yeah, pretty, pretty much. What happened <laughs> to you that that for a while? Why did you turn your back on the Lord? Uh, because I got hurt in the church and uh, like literally. Well, I got um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I, got, I got molested by a preacher man. Okay, and I've heard your testimony and break every chain. Of yeah. One of the powerful things that we do, and and that that's a difficult thing. And then and then you got molested later while you were in college. In college, also. yeah. And All right, and that turned you to an alternative. That's what, when what, I gave, what happened? Uh, I, I, I just I gave up. And I said I said, "Where you at, Lord? I, where were you at? I get I, I worshipped you. I praised you. I, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do. And this is what happens to me. Yeah. So after that, I turned my back on the Lord and I, I, I took off. And how long did you turn your back on the Lord? Uh, it was like uh, 32 years, something like that. 30 wow. years, something like that. Well, and, uh, but he never stopped chasing. He never he? stopped chasing. Yeah, he never did. So um, you had, but you had some interesting things. You were a great basketball player, just like your dad was. Yeah, my dad was named top 100 out of the state of Texas or the past 100 years. Wow, that's pretty cool. In yeah. high school basketball. In high school basketball, yes. Yeah. And then you actually got a scholarship to play basketball? No, 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 no. I got The only thing I got was All-State two times in high school. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate your humility. The Bible does tell us to be humble, so that's wonderful. <laughs> but the only thing. But anyway, so but, but that also kind of led you to uh, some bad things, some bad yeah. roads. Yeah. And, and, you know, God tells us that we're always going to have trials and tribulations in this world, and— you know, people are going to do things. We have free will, and, and the devil's out there like a roaring lion, and he's affecting other people. And I'm sorry, my brother, that, that these things happened to you. But you really got deep into the alternative lifestyle. I did. I did. I turned my back. And I went to, I said, I even told the Lord. I looked up in the sky and said, and I ain't coming back either. Yeah. And so I took but, off. But God had a better plan. Yeah. So so what ultimately led you back to the Lord? Uh, I went back, started going back to church and— uh, at Faith World International Outreach Center in Dollardsville, Texas. And uh, my pastor noticed that I would do good, do good, and then I would fall. And do good, do good. You know, I would do, go to church, go to church, and I would do good, and then I would fall, fall back into alcohol, basically. Right. And then uh, he said, let's find out what's going on. So he came over to the house one time, and uh, we were going to, you know, have a little prayer meeting. But I didn't I didn't go to that first time when he showed up. So he had to come back in the second time. And the second time I was there, and then he spoke into my spirit, and he spoke into, into me, and then he said, I'm going to say this prayer, and you repeat after me. And then I said, okay. And then he was praying, and I repeated, and he was praying, I repeated. And then we got to the point where, and, and to you who, from, who molested me, I forgive you. And then I said that. And to you who molested me, I forgive you. And right after I said that, I heard the chains. I heard the chain, the like uh, the shackles on on my right wrist and my left wrist. I heard a click and a click, and I heard the chains literally hit the floor. I heard it with my ears, and then my pastor was walking like right about here, and and I grabbed his arm and I said, "Did you hear it? Did you hear it? The chains, the chains that fell off." Praise God! And I was, I've never been the same since. <laughs> that is awesome. You know the hairs on my back. You know I don't have any on top of my head, but the hairs <laughs> on on my neck stand up every time I hear you tell that story. You know it's because, of course, we named our ministry "Break Every Chain" yeah. years before you and I ever met. Right. But, but to actually hear audibly the chains breaking, I heard because he's a chain breaker. He's a way yeah. maker. He's a promise keeper. Yeah. He's a wonderful God. Yeah. And you know what's what's amazing too is I mean you you really looked up in the sky and said I ain't coming back. Yeah. But he didn't give up on you. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Even in my alternative, when I was in my alternative lifestyle at one point, I was drinking in the beer in the backyard, and I started talking to God. I said, where you at? Where you at? And then I started getting, you know, I worked myself up in, the, in a little frenzy, and I said, you, you see, you didn't even show up now. And I threw my beer up at him, and I went back in the house. <laughs> wow you know but he he's a good god man yeah he, he's, he's slow to anger but yeah you know i'm sure he wasn't too happy about that but was, but, yeah. but he still kept chasing still and, chasing. He, and he any 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 put that pastor in your path in, yeah. in your life you yeah know? And, and you know i look back on my when i was not living for the lord and, and i was uh, on my crazy lifestyle i look back and i can see now so many times that god had his hand out yeah. And was there and and kept me out of trouble that I probably should have gotten into, right. uh, or you know did some kind of kindness kept me from getting injured. I mean, so many times I can look back and 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 God was there, and, absolutely. And then you know finally He just clubbed me over the head, yeah. <laughs> you know, with with a call I had with a pastor who who said you know he never got sober until he went to a, <laughs> a faith based rehab, and uh, I was you know delaying going into rehab myself and. And said he'd gone to eight rehabs, and my mom, before she died of alcohol uh, liver uh, failure, had gone to eight rehabs, and so that just God just zinged me, man. And I knew right yeah. then, I knew when I was coming home. I kind of had a different experience, but kind of like you, where it yeah. was just so apparent that that was God, yeah. that that was from God. So I mean, just so people are clear, when we talk about alternative lifestyle, you were you were in alcohol, you were you were getting drunk repeatedly, you yeah. were. Uh, doing all kinds of sexual promiscuity. I mean, yeah. you were really deep into the alternative lifestyle. Yeah. 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 So, um, but but all that changed. How long ago was that with this this pastor where where he was praying for you and you heard the change? It break? was in August of October eight. In August of two thousand seventeen. Okay, so that's almost five years now, four and a half yeah. years ago. Yeah. And been living for the Lord ever since. Ever since, and it's a good thing he did that because right after that happened in in December of. 2017 is when I had my stroke. Okay. And you know, what's remarkable about that, my brother, and what I commend you for is some people that would have turned them away from the Lord at that right. point, Yeah, you know, but it made your faith stronger. Yeah. It, 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 yeah what, it, why is that? It, it just, it, cause I'm not supposed to be here to kind of, uh, when I was being wheeled out of the hospital, there were two doctors that told me you are a miracle. You're, you're not even supposed to be here with the kind of stroke that you had. So God had a, God's got the final say, yeah, and He had a plan for you Absolutely. and a purpose for you. Absolutely, and that's why you're so. You know, I got to tell Joel, he comes to our church, and first of all, he's an artist, and and he's he he's draws things with the flame of the Holy Spirit, and he gives away. What do you do with the pictures that you draw? I use it as a witnessing tool to whoever the Lord leads me to. Yeah, I'll be like at a store because I always have it on me, or I always have one ready. I have one now. Uh, let me see the one you have done. But it, it, and I just, just wherever I'm at, uh, I just give it to people. And, uh, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So it says, um, for our God is a consuming fire, and cites Hebrews 12 and 29. Um, so you hand these out to people. I that, just hand them out, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's bold, and that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's praise the Lord. And, and, uh, and it's had some impact, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It, yeah. It's, uh, I gave it to uh, a couple of artists, singing artists, and famous preachers, and there's different ones that have it. Well, the other thing is, is when Joel can make it down on Sunday nights, which has been almost every Sunday, yeah, uh, he's got a f- flag with the fire of the Holy Spirit yeah. on it, and he waves that during our praise and worship. Yeah. So, so, I mean, this man's on fire for the Lord, and and uh, you know, folks, 
it, it's never too late with the Lord. You know, you may have, you may not be in under the bondage of addiction, but you, you probably, this pandemic of addiction has been around for centuries. You probably know people who are, or you do know people who are, you may have loved ones that do. And, and it's never, God doesn't give up on them. Right. I mean, that's the point of the story of the prodigal son. He's always there with like the father ran to, to, to the son when he said, my son was dead, but now he's alive. And, you know, that's it, we're going to celebrate the Christ's resurrection and the, the promise of eternal life that, that uh, the first one that was brought back from the dead this Sunday. But, you know, for us in recovery, you know, one of my favorite scriptures is, is Mark 2.17, where it says, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. In my view, and then John ten ten, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and may have it abundantly. In my view, we have a living resurrection. Yeah. And we have a special place in the kingdom. You know, I read there's a guy named Richard Rohr who writes books about recovery. He's a Catholic priest, actually, and, and uh, not Catholic, but but I still admire this man. And he said, uh, he said uh, that those who are religious are afraid to go to hell but those who are spiritual have been there and back. Right. And that's what I, what I feel like you and I have yeah. in common, brother, is, yeah. is, is we've been there and back. Now, there's something really cool that's developed lately. <laughs> Just in about, the past week. Yeah, in the past week. So at, at the height of your alternative lifestyle and, and living, you got in some trouble, right? I got four DWIs and ended up wow. in prison. Okay. And how long ago was that? Uh, the last one was uh, I was in prison. Well, that was the only time was in 2011. And then there's an elder in our church, a man named John Hammond, who's been on this radio show, who's been involved for 40 years in a prison prison ministry called Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry. And John's been on several times, and Sheila's also been on on the show. Yeah. It's a ministry, like I said, John Hammond is an elder at, at New Covenant Church Greater Heights. And uh, they go into the prisons and minister to people. And John tells a wonderful story about how one morning it really struck to him what he was doing because he drove by maybe 50 churches on his way into a prison. Yeah. And he was like, I could stop in any one of those churches and I could go and worship. But these guys who are, are women who are in this facility, the only way they're going to be exposed to God is if I go in there, if my ministry goes yes, in there absolutely. or some similar ministry. Mm-hmm. We've also had Pastor Boyd Harrell on who's got cool ministries who also goes into prisons. And so you met first, for the first time, you met Elder John Hammond while you were in jail. While I was an inmate in jail, yes. At what facility? Uh, Pam Lynchner in Humble. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. I drive by it on my way home. Yeah. Or close to it anyway. And so he came in and ministered to you. Yeah. And it obviously, you remembered it. It obviously meant something to you. Right. And so t- tell me what happened recently. And that, the, when I first started coming to your church on that Sunday night, that the first Sunday night when I saw him and I was like, I recognize him from somewhere. I know him from somewhere. I was thinking, I know him from somewhere. And then he was testifying and gave it, he said he, men, he mentioned that he was in the prison ministry. I was like, that's it. I met him in prison when, oh, wow. when I was an inmate. And so I went after church, I went over and asked him. And he said, yeah, I remember that. And, and we were like, wow, yeah, what? We didn't know what to say. <laughs> it was just, it was unbelievable. Uh, it was. He's a good man. Yeah, yeah, he's a good man. Yeah, so, so um, he and he's also at our services. You can meet him if you come to 240 West 18th Street, Sunday mm-hmm. nights in the Heights at 6 p.m. Uh, sometimes he's in prison, though, ministering to guys. So 
Where, what are you and John Hammond going to be doing here in the near future? I just recently got approved to go into the prisons with him, and now I get to go back with him into that prison where I was locked up at, at Pam Lintner, and minister to the guys. Is is God good or what? Oh, man, I just, I was, I didn't know, I was telling Sister Sheila, I said, I don't know whether to leap for joy or just lay on the ground and cry. I just, I don't know, ah, I'm just, all these emotions are going on, you know. Oh, uh, that is so remarkable. Yeah. So, yeah, so you were actually in there, and now you're going to get go get back and minister. I was the guys. inmate in there, and now I get to go back in there and minister to the guys. Oh, uh, praise the Lord. That That is such a blessing. God is so good. You All know, the time. If you're out there, and I don't care where you've been, what you've done. See, here's the deal. Uh, the, in twelve eleven Revelation, we, we, we read, because the, right before that, it's saying the, the accuser of the brethren has been we win. God's told us the outcome of this and the devil's cast down, but he's out there like a roaring lion and a lot of people are in bondage. But the truth of the matter is we are overcomers when we, when we return to the Lord and we do what you did mm-hmm. and, and have those chains broken and, and come back to home to, to where we're supposed to be. We're overcomers by the blood of the lamb. Yep. We're washed clean by the blood and that's in the past. And then we're overcomers by the blood of the land and, and the word of our testimony. Yes. And then our testimony goes forth in the future. And the truth of the matter is sometimes the worst things we've done, the more problems we've had, the more powerful our testimony is, the more God can use us. Because a lot of people are out there. We're going to talk about this tonight at Break Every Chain at, at the new at yeah. uh, Open Door Mission. A lot of people can't forgive themselves. Yeah. You know, but if the creator of the universe that spun the stars in the skies can, 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 can forgive us, then we have to be able to forgive ourselves. Yeah. And what we have to realize is, is then that when we're overcomers, we've got a mighty testimony, man. Just like this is a perfect example. And I'm going to talk to the guys this tonight about right. it. You can go into those guys and say, I was sitting yes. exactly where you were. Yes. It, yeah. It, and let me tell you how good my God is. Yeah. Let me tell you how good my Jesus right. is. Let, yeah. me, let me tell you what he can do for you. I got, I got one. Uh, I, I was in, uh, I was at church and there was a minister that came and he said a scripture, uh, he said, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you shall bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And that scripture hit me so hard because I'm not dead yet, so I'm going to do everything I can to spread the word of the Lord. Praise God. Yeah, that is a wonderful scripture. You know, he, he, he will complete the work that he's done in us if we give him the opportunity. Absolutely. He's always there. You know, Revelation is it 3 and 20 says he's, he's, he's at the door knocking. Yep. And he wants to come in and dine with us. Yeah. And he wants to come in and fellowship with us. Uh, but we have to open the door. Mm-hmm. He's a gentleman. He's, yeah. he's not going to force the door open. So um, he, he's a wonderful, wonderful God. I'm, I'm just so excited for you, brother, that you're going to be able to go into prison and and minister to the same guys in the same place that where you were. I mean, yeah. I, I just I know you're excited about it. I'm very excited about that. And, and I, I I know that uh, that that's going to be a, a wonderful time. So, um, where is this, the church that you go to? I want to give them a shout out. The, the one that you go Faith, to on Sunday mornings, Faith World International Outreach Center. It's over in Dallasville, Texas. And where is that? It's uh, right outside. Uh, Livingston outside of Livingston yeah and who's who's the pastor there the pastor over there his name is uh, pastor Kevin Hendricks and here's the information for faith world okay cool and 
That actually says Livingston, yeah. yeah. So so it sounds like a sounds like a, a wonderful wonderful guy. So we're we're excited. We're about to go over to the Open Door Mission. Uh, the Open Door Mission is a facility over on Harrisburg, and it's been operating since the fifties. Tommy Thompson's the CEO now, and Philip uh, Vaughn is the operating officer. And what the Open Door Mission does is it takes in men that are addicted and or homeless. And those two things often go together. As Tommy Thompson has told me before, if your wife kicks you out of the house then you're, and you're living in your car, <laughs> yeah. you're essentially homeless. And, and that's what um, Philippians 1.6 is, is the yeah. is the scripture you were, you were yeah, mentioning earlier. Yeah. yeah, Philippians 1.6, he, he will complete it. Uh, in, in any event, and, and uh, you know, it's a seven-month program, which a lot of people are daunted by. But the truth of the matter is, is sometimes we spend, how many years were you living this alternative life skill? Would you say 32? 32. 32 years. So what is seven months when we devote that much time to our addiction? Yeah. But what the Open Door Mission does is it provides medical benefits, dental benefits. uh, It provides job training, uh, how to use a computer, how to use a work a resume. It does traditional uh, recovery things like smart recovery and, uh, and 12 steps. And but also it starts every day in church. They start every day. Their number one principle is that Jesus saves. Yes. And they have uh, courses on Christianity. In fact, we're developing one right now on basic Christianity. But they've got courses that use uh, Brother Stanley out of out of mm-hmm. Atlanta. Uh, they, you know, it's just a wonderful program. They get people jobs uh, before they they leave there. And you know, I've interviewed I don't know how many guys that have changed their lives, transformed their lives. So that's what our church is about: New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. We're at 240 West 18th Street. Uh, we worship Sunday nights in the Heights at 6 p.m., and we'd love to meet you there. We are involved in the community, and, and we're a church plant, so it's the opportunity to get in on the ground floor. I want to thank my brother Joel Williams uh, for being on today. Yes, thank you. And uh, sharing your testimony. There is hope in Jesus. Yes, there is. There's hope in Jesus Christ. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.